Shalom to all. Today's daf is Psachim daf Chav Zayin. We're starting Chav Av Onu Beis, 16 lines up from the bottom at the two dots. Today's daf is sponsored B'schos Dina Bas Shava and B'schos all the Torah learned on Chanukah and particularly today's Zayis Chanukah that should be as chos for her to find her Zivug Hagon B'kar of Mamish. And the Gemara says, Tanar we have a bride. So Tanar Shesika B'klipe Arla B'kashen Shal Kila Kerem. We have an oven that was fired up with peels of Arla or straw that was from Kilaim B'Kerem. And we know those are Asr Banar, so you're not allowed to use them as firewood. So what do we have to determine over here? We have to determine whether or not there's Shevach Eitzim in the oven or the bread that was baked in this oven. Shevach Eitzim means the benefit from this wood, from this Isr firewood, went directly either into the oven or into the bread, then it's going to be Asr. So what does the bride say? Chadash, if this oven was brand new, you touch, they have to break it. That's because a brand new earthenware oven, the first time that it's fired, up, that's what seals it and completes it and makes it solid. Therefore, there's Shevach Eitzim in the oven, so it has to be broken. Yashan, if it's an old oven, Yutzan, you can just let it cool down. There's no Shevach Eitzim in here. This wood didn't benefit the oven at all. Let's say bread was baked in this oven. Rabbi Amr, he says, the bread is Asr. That's because there's Shevach Eitzim in this bread, so it's Asr. And they say, the bread is Mutter. That's because the benefit came to the bread only after this wood was already burned, then it got baked, so therefore there's no Shevach Eitzim in the bread. And by that same token, Rashi says, that the Chum would also argue on the ratio of the Brisa that there's no Shevach Eitzim in the oven itself and the oven doesn't need to be broken. Let's say this bread was baked on coals of Yisrael Hanah. Everyone agrees, meaning even Rebbe agrees with the Chumim that this bread is Mutter. That's because there's no Isra anymore over here. The Isra was already burned. It became coals and only then it baked the bread so there's no real Isra inside the bread. There's no Shevach Eitzim over here. The Gemara asks a question about time. You have a Brisa Ben Chash Ben Yashan Yutan. Whether the oven is new or old, you can just let it cool down and you don't have to break it. The Gemara answers like Hashan, no Stira. Our Bryce is Rebbe, and this new Bryce is the Rabbanan. The Gemara asks, Amr the Shamsla the Rebbe, maybe only Rebbe says that something's Asr over here, Mishum the Yesh Shevach Eitzim Pas. That's because there's direct Shevach, direct benefit that went from this wood into the bread. But Zevazeg Gairim, Mishamisle, does Rebbe hold that Zevazeg Gairim is Asr? Now, what's Zevazeg Gairim? As we had said yesterday, Zevazeg Gairim means when we have two things, we have two factors working together, one's Asr, one's Mutter, and only with the combination of these two factors working together do we have our product. So only if you say Zevazeg Garim is Usr, then you could hold to the Reisha of the Brisa. Why is that? The Reisha of the Brisa says that the oven has to be broken. Now we understand that the oven itself might be Usr because there's Shevach Eitzim inside the oven itself. However, you're not eating the oven, so therefore, there's no real Isr with the oven. The only potential Isr we could have out of this oven is when we bake new bread inside this oven with new firewood, which is Mutter, that would be a case of Zevazeg Garim. We would have an oven which is Usr and then new wood which is Mutter. So only if you hold Zevazeg Garim is Usr, then you would say that you would have to break the oven. But who says Rebbe holds Zevazeg Garim is Asr? Maybe Rebbe holds only when there's direct Shevach Eitzim in this thing itself, then it's Asr. That's why he says the bread is Asr. But who says he would hold you would have to break the oven? Again, our focus right now is Zevazeg Garim being Asr. So the Gemara says, you're right. El Lekasha, there's no stira. Harabi Lezer, Harabanan. Our brass is actually Rebbe Lezer and not Rebbe. And the second brass is the Rabbanan. So the Gemara asks, hey Rebbe Lezer, which Rebbe Lezer holds Zevazeg Garim is Asr? Elim, if you want to say Rebbe Lezer, the Sa'ar. It's the member from Rebbe Lezer that has to do with Sa'ar. Now, up until now, we've been using the word Sa'ar to describe Chamet. However, the word sa'ar really means leaven, which is actually a yeast starter that they would use for their bread. Instead of using dry or fresh yeast like we use nowadays, there's something that's called sa'ar, which is actually an old piece of dough from a previous dough, and that's a yeast starter, and that helps the bread rise. So what about this? Did not we have a meshna? Sa'ar shal chun shal truma. We have two different leavens. We have two different yeast starters, one of chulun, one of truma. Shanafalos sa'chisa, they fell into a dough of chulun. Ve'en bezekedei lachmetz, ve'en bezekedei lachmetz. Neither one of them is large enough or powerful enough to make this bread rise by itself. So 
that he joined forces together, these two yeast starters, and they caused his bread to rise. He says, I follow the last one. If the last one was Usher, so then his bread is Usher. If the last one the fell in was Mutter, it was the Chulin one, so then the bread is Mutter. They say, It doesn't make a difference if the Isser fell in first or last. It's never going to Asher. Until the Usser one itself has enough to make the bread rise. And the Gemara continues, He comments on Rabbi Lazar's opinion. Rabbi Lazar only taught that the dough is Mutter if the second one that fell in is the Heter one. That's only if he quickly removed the Isser one before the bread started rising. If he did not remove the Usser yeast starter before it started rising, so then the whole thing is going to be Usser. What do we see from here? Alma Zevazagarim Usser. The Zevazagarim is Usser. We need a combination of both the Heter and Usser yeast starters in order to make this bread rise. And we see from here that Rabbi Lazar holds if you didn't remove the Usser yeast starter, so then the bread's going to be Usser. The Gemara says it's not a Raya. Who says Rabbi Lazar's reasoning is like the way Abai explained it? Maybe Rabbi Lazar's reasoning is exactly as he had said it in the Braisa. I follow the last one that fell into the dough. It doesn't make a difference if I remove the Isser yeast starter. As long as the second one that had fallen in was the Heter one, then that's okay. If both of them, let's say, fell in together, it's very possible that Rabbi Lazar would permit this dough and he does not hold Zavazagarim Usser. So there's no Raya from here. So the Mark continues, El Rabbi Lazar as Rabbi Lazar of Atesherah, we know that Asherah wood is Aser Bano because it comes from Avaid Zara. Did not we have a Mishnah? Not only men ate them. Let's say you took wood from an Asherah tree. Asherim Bano, they're Aser Bano. Hisak Bahana Satan, let's say you fired up an oven with them. Chadash, if it's a brand new oven, Utah, you have to break it. Yashan, if it's old Utah, you could just let it cool down. Afabayas Apas, let's say you baked bread with this Isser firewood. Asherim Bano, that bread is Aser Bano. Nis Avra Bacheres, let's say that bread got mixed in with a whole bunch of other loaves of bread. Bacheres, Bacheres, and then some of that bread from that first mixture of bread got mixed in with other bread. All of them are Asr Bana because we don't know where the original Isr is. Rabbi Lezer, he comments and has a way to fix this up. He can just take the monetary value. Rashi says the monetary value that the wood had placed inside your bread. You could take that money and you could throw it into the Yama Melch. That means that you're not deriving benefit from the Avayi And then you could have all this bread. Amrulai, the Cham told him, there is no way to redeem Avayi But what do we see from here? From the fact that Rabbi Lezer is agreeing to the Tanakama that the oven does have to be broken. He just has a simple way of fixing up the situation with the bread, but the oven does need to be broken. It must be that Zevazagarm is Usr. My answer is no. Maybe Rabbi Lazar holds that Zevazagarm is Usr only when it comes to Avadazar, the Chamer Yisura, because that's a very Chamer type of Isser. But all other types of Yisura in the Torah, such as Arlo, like we started out today's Brasa with, Misha Amisle, does he really hold that? So we don't necessarily have a ride from here that Rabbi Lazar holds Zevazagarm is Usr. The Gemara says, hold on. Elim Kane, if you're going to tell me that there's no Raya that Rabbi Lazar holds Zevazagarm is Usr, Amantir Maya, to whom are you going to apply the Isra of Zevazagarim? It doesn't seem like any of the above mentioned Tanaim hold of Zevazagarim, and it seems like Rebbe Lezer is the most likely candidate. But furthermore, Hatanya Behedi, we have a brass of a fairish that says, not only by Avadizara, but also with all other Isra in the Torah. So it must be that our Brisa is Rebbe Lezer, and he holds Zevazagarim as Aser. And we continue with this. Amr Abai, he says, If you want to say that Rebbe actually holds Zevazagarim Aser, the Zevazagarim is Aser, because there is a way that you could potentially learn our Brisa, the Rebbe holds Zevzegarm is Aser. So then, Rebbe Hainu Rebbe Lezer, that means Rebbe and Rebbe Lezer are the same exact Shita. If you're going to say that Rebbe holds Zevzegarm is really Mutter, Vahachin over here in our Brisa, the only reason why the bread itself is Aser is because there's direct Shavach Eitzim in this bread. So then, Hani these bowls, cups, and flasks that are made out of earthenware, Asiri, they're going to be Aser if they were fired up with this Aser firewood. That's because even though you're not going to eat the bowl or the cup or the flask, since you're going to benefit directly from the bowl, you're going to put your food into the bowl.
bowl. So that's considered like you're having direct benefit from the Isra Hanot. And even Rebbe would agree to that. Kipligi, what's all machak is between Rebbe and Rebbe Leazar, but Tanav when we have a brand new oven or pot made out of earthenware and it was fired up with Isra firewood, Lamanda Amar Zevazagarim Asr, according to Lamanda Amar Zevazagarim is Asr, so Asr, these things would be Asr. Lamanda Amar Zevazagarim Mutter, according to Rebbe, the Zevazagarim is Mutter, Shari, then these things would be permitted because you're not eating any of these things as we've previously mentioned. And the only way we can create an Isr is only once I fire up these things with more firewood, then I could cook something in the pot. So we would say, Zevzegarim would be mutter over here. Some say, Even according to the Mandamar, Zevzegarim is mutter. The case of the earthenware pot, it would still be Asr. Because you put the food into it before you fire it up with new firewood. And it's just like Ka'aras, Kaisas, and Sleiches, as we had said, those would be Asr, even if Rebbe holds, Zevzegarim is mutter. And now we have another version of this Bryce that we started out today with. We have this oven that was fired up with peels of Arla or with straw from Kilayim Bekerim. Again, it's Asr Ba'ana. Chadash, if it's brand new, Yutats, it has to be broken. Yashan, if it's old, Yutan, you could just let it cool down. If bread was baked in it, Rebbe says that the bread is Mutter. The Chum say that the bread is Asr. But the Gemara asks, we learned the exact opposite. The Rebbe was one that said it's Asr, and the Chum said that it's Mutter. The Gemara answers, Shmuel Ibchatani. You're right, Shmuel teaches his bride the opposite way around. Alternatively, we could say that really Shmuel learned the Bryce like we did. But Shmuel holds that Halacha is always like Rebbe when he's arguing with only one of his companions, with one of his friends, meaning he's only arguing with one Tana, the Halacha is like Rebbe. But not when he's arguing with a lot of Tanaim. But only in this case, even though he's arguing with many Tanaim, he's arguing with a Chachamim, still the Halacha is like Rebbe. The sovereign Shmuel thought to himself, I should really teach it the opposite, that really the Chachamim say that the bread is Asr. So that the Rabbanon's shita could be le'iser. Rashi explains that he was afraid that if he said that the halacha is like Rebbe, and really Rebbe was one that said that it's Asr, no one's going to listen to him. Because who listens to Rebbe when he's arguing with the Chachamim, when he's arguing with the majority? So therefore, Shmuel just switched it around and said that the Chachamim really said that it's Asr. Even though they didn't say that, at the end of the day, no one's going to listen to him if he says that Rebbe says that it's Asr. Therefore, he said the Rabbanon say it's Asr, and then everyone's going to listen to him. And we continue explaining this. Bryce, Abishlagabgachalim, if this bread was baked on the coals, and the coals had originally come from Yisrael, no, they were called Pasmutaris. Everyone agrees that the bread is mutter. Now, Rabbi Huda Amr Shmuel, Rabbi Huda said Bishem Shmuel, Rabbi Chiyabar Ashi Amr Rabbi Yechanan, and Rabbi Chiyabar Ashi said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, Chad Amr, one of these said, This is only talking about glowing coals, meaning the fire is completely out, so then it's not like you're using the Surah Hana, so the bread's not Asr. However, if the coals are still flickering, there's still a little bit of fire on these coals, Asurin, so then the bread's going to be Asr, because there's Shavach Eitzim in this bread. Vechad Amr, the other one says, Even if this bread was baked on flickering coals, there's still a little bit of fire here, Namim Mutarn, it's still going to be Mutar. Now the Gemara asks, According to the first Ma'ad Amar, that if the coals are still flickering, so then that bread's going to be Asr, that's because there's direct Shavach of this wood that's going into the bread. According to the second Ma'ad Amar, that even when the coals are flickering, the bread is still Mutar, and there's no Shavach Eitzim Apas, so Pas to Asr, the Yeh Shavach Eitzim Apas, we had said that the bread is Asr because there's Shavach Eitzim in the bread. According to Rebbe, where do we ever find that scenario? Even if the coals have a flame coming out of them, it's still Mutar, so then when exactly is it going to be Asr. Amr Rav Papi explains Kshavuka Kenegdai when the wood is still burning with its full strength and the flame is directly opposite the bread then there's considered Shavach Eitzim Pas 
because the wood hasn't become coal yet. The wool is still actively burning. However, once the wood becomes coal, even though there's a little bit of flame on it, that's not considered shavach eitzim in the bread. But we continue, that implies the Rabbanan that argue with Rebbe, that they permit this bread, even when the flame itself is coming out of the wood, it's not coal yet, and that's baking the bread, the bread is still mutter. If so, where do we find that it's ever usher to benefit from wood that's usher bahana? It seems like it should always be permitted. Amravami Barchami answers Bishar Shifa. We're talking about a stool. If you have a stool that's made out of wood that's Asr so you're not allowed to sit on that stool. However, any time that's wood that was Asr that was burned, nothing that was baked on that is going to be Asr according to the Chachamim. And a similar discussion, Baminei Ram Barchami Rav Chizda, Ram Barchami asked Rav Chizda, Hektish. What about an oven that was fired up with Hektish wood, Lafa by Hapas, and then bread was baked in it? The Rabbanan the Shobi Kamaisa, according to the Rabbanan, they permitted the previous bread when it was baked with Isurei Hana. My, what's the halacha in this case when we're talking about Hektish wood? Amrlehi responds, the bread is asr. We ask, what's the difference between this, hektish, and arla? Amarava, he says, are you really asking that? There's no comparison. Arla Arla is not so chamer. It's bottle in 200, so therefore we can be mako with it. But hektish, I feel about alpha bottle. Hektish is not bottle even in a thousand, so therefore we have to be very machmir. El Amarava, Rava says, if you're going to ask a question, hakasha, this is what you should ask. The person that lit the fire in this oven with the hektish wood, he was Ivor Me'ila. He misappropriated hektish wood, he used it for his own benefit, anytime the person that fired it up and he was Ivor Me'ila, now all of that hectish stuff becomes chulin, it becomes mundane, it's not hectish anymore, so therefore the wood that was burning in this oven and baked this bread is actually not hectish anymore, so how could we say that the bread is going to be usher? And that's the question that should be asked, Rava said. Um, Rav Papa, he answers, we're talking about wood that's a shlamim. How do you have wood that's a shlamim? So Rashi explains that this person consecrated this wood, he made it hectish, and he said that when I sell this wood, I'm going to take the proceeds and I'm going to buy a shlamim with it. So this wood is actually considered like a carbon shlamim. This is just like Rabbi Yehuda. The Amr, he says, that when you misappropriate hectish, so then it becomes chulin and it's not hectish anymore. If you did so with it doesn't become chulin. Why is it that when you're Ivor Me'ila B'mezid on purpose, it doesn't become chulin? Since you can't be Ivor Me'ila B'mezid, we know that you could only be Ivor Me'ila if you do so B'shaigig, but not B'mezid. So therefore, it doesn't become chulin because you weren't really Ivor Me'ila. So Shlamim Nami, so to a Shlamim, keep in the love Me'ila Nenu. Shlamim, you cannot be Ivor Me'ila. That's because the Pasuk says, Kajeh Hashem. The only way you could be Ivor Me'ila is if it's something that's Kaidash for Hashem, whereas Shlamim and anything that's Kachim Kalim is not really considered Kaidash la Hashem because it's really mostly for the owner's benefit. So since you can't be Ivor Me'ila when it comes to Shlamim, when you use it for your own personal benefit, it doesn't become chulin and it's still considered hektish. So therefore, when he uses wood that's considered carbon shlamim to bake his bread, it does not become chulin and therefore his bread is going to be aser. Now the Gemara is going to ask him what we just said, and we took it for granted. Is that really true that anytime this person was Ivor Me'ila, it actually becomes Chulin? Fatani, we have a Braisel that says, Anything that was Aser and it got burned, its ashes are actually Mutter. Except for wood from an Asherah tree, the Afer Hektish, and ashes that came from Hektish, those are always Aser. So we see very clearly that even though Hektish has been burned, it's still going to be Aser, and it doesn't become Chulin. Amram Barchama, he answers, No, that Braisel is talking about something different. 
a fire broke out on its own and it burned up this hectish wood and therefore the ashes are still considered hectish but not when a person has been over me'ila the lack of inish the nimble there was no one over here that was over me'ila Rav Shmaiyamar he answers a different answer we're talking specifically about ashes the need to be placed in Geniza which is the Trumas Hadesh and ashes that we've spoken about previously the Tanya of Ebrayso Visamoy and you shall place it Benachas you have to place it down calmly Visamoy that also teaches us Kula you have to place all the ashes down Visamoy Shaloya Fazer you're not allowed to scatter it has to be placed in one area so we see from here that that Bryce was not talking about Hektesh that someone was Ivor Me'ila on and now the Gemara goes back to explaining our Mishnah Rabbi Huda Eimer and Bir Chametz El Besrefa Rabbi Huda had said the only way that we can destroy Chametz is by burning it Tanya we have a Bryce I'm Rabbi Huda and Bir Chametz El Besrefa the only way to get rid of Chametz is by burning it Vadin Nisan we have a Kavachimer Oman Nisar just like Nisar which we know is a carbon that's left over after its time you're not allowed to eat it She'ena Bayi Rabbi Matzah there's no Isser Bayi Rabbi Matzah you're allowed to have it Tan Besrefa you still have to burn Nisar Chametz Sheyeshna Bayi Rabbi Matzah Chametz which is much more Chamer there's an Isser Bayi Rabbi Matzah like Koshkin Shetan Besrefa for sure. Needs to be burned. Amrulai the Chum responded to him. Called in Shatadunt Chilasil Hachmi Rasayfel Hakel in a din. Any Kavachimer that you try to start out Lachumra, meaning you're trying to apply a Chumra to something, which is every Kavachimer, but Vasayfel Hakel, it's going to end up being a Kula for that thing. So that's not a valid Kavachimer. So how does that apply over here? Loimata Etzimosayfer. If you can't find any wood to burn your Chumits, so according to you, Rabbi Huda, Yehei Yashvivatel, this person could sit back and not do anything. But Vatayra Amr, the Tyra says, Tashbisu Sa'arim Batechem. You have to destroy and completely remove Chumits from your house. Bechal Davashat Yachalash Bisa in any which way or manner you're able to destroy it and get rid of it you have to but according to you it's going to turn out to be a kula because if you don't have wood so you don't have to do anything so therefore Chaz Rabbi Huda Vedan Din Acher Rabbi Huda went and made another Kavachimer Neisar is Aser Bachila Vachamet is Aser Bachila Neisar is not allowed to be eaten and Chamet is not allowed to be eaten my Neisar Bishrefa just like Neisar has to be burned Alchamet Bishrefa so too Chamet also has to be burned Amrulay they respond to him Nevela Techech Nevela will prove that that's not valid Shasur Bachila it's Aser to eat Veinatu Nusrefa doesn't need to be burned so Amrulay he responded Hefresh I'll explain the difference to you Neisar is Aser Bachila Ubehana. You're not allowed to eat or have benefit from Neisar. Vachametz Aser Bachila Bahana. Chametz also is Aser Bachila and Bahana. Ma Neisar Tan Sreifa. Just like Neisar needs to be burned, Av Chametz Tan Sreifa. So too Chametz needs to be burned. Amrulei they respond to him. Shara Niska Yechiach. A shara that needs to be stoned. That will prove that that's not true. Shara Aser Bachila Bahana. You're not allowed to eat it or derive benefit from it. Ve'Ener Tan Sreifa and it doesn't need to be burned. Amrulei he said to them Hefresh. I'll explain the difference to you. Neisar Aser Bachila Bahana ve'Anush Kares. A person is not allowed to eat or benefit from Bahana, and if he does, he gets Kares. So therefore, just like Neser has to be burned, so too Chametz needs to be burned. Amrulai, they respond to him, the chelav, the forbidden fats of the Shara Niskal, that will prove that that's not true. If a person eats those fats, he gets cars, and those fats do not need Shreifa. Therefore, Rabbi Huda went, and he made another Kavachimer, and he said as follows, Neser has an Iser of Batar Siru, you're not allowed to leave it over till the morning. Chametz also has an Isra Batar Siru. You're not allowed to leave it over. What does that mean? You're not allowed to have it, which means you're not allowed to leave it over until Pesach. So therefore, just like Nicer gets burnt, so too Chametz. Amrulai, they responded to him their final word. Asham Taloi, which is an Asham that a person has to bring Misafik. They don't know if they were either an Isra that they would have to bring a carbon Chatas for. Therefore, they have to bring an Asham Taloi. And Chatas Aif, a bird Chatas that is brought Al Safik, a lady miscarried, and she doesn't know if it's considered a child that she would have to bring regular kabanis of childbirth for 
or if it's something that she does not have to bring regular kabbanis for, so she has to bring a chata sa'if. That's something that's ba safek she doesn't know. So let's verecha. According to you, Rabbi Yehuda, Yechichu, that should prove that what you're saying is wrong. Shehen ba'taisiru, they have an iser of leisasiru man rabbiker. You're not allowed to leave an oiver. There's an iser of nicer. Shanu aimer b'seifa. We the chacham say you actually have to burn it. Vataimer and you, Rabbi Yehuda, say bekvura that it actually has to be buried. So they just took Rabbi Yehuda's logic and they used it against him. You say that something that's ba'taisiru also has to be burned. We see from what your opinion is in these different karbanas that even though they have an Isra of Al-Tisiru, nonetheless, you don't have to burn it. Shasak Rabbi Yehuda, he was quiet, he was disproven, he doesn't have a valid Kavachimer. And Omar of Yosef, he says about this final way that the Chamim used to disprove Rabbi Yehuda with his own words, Hanu Damri Inchi, this is what people say, Kapa Dechata Nagara, the dish that the craftsman hollowed out, Begava Nisraf Chardala, he burnt his own tongue in mustard, meaning he hollowed out his own dish, he put mustard in it, and then he burnt his tongue. Abai Omar, he says something similar, Sadana Basadna Yosef, the person that made the feet cuffs, and now he's sitting in them because he was found to be a thief, Midvil Yedei Mishtalim, so now he's been repaid by his own handiwork. And Rava Amr, he says something similar, Giyara Begire Miktal, when the arrow maker is killed by his own arrow, Midvil Yedei Mishtalim, so again, he was repaid by his own handiwork. And a similar thing happened, Rabbi Huda had his own shita, and the Chum used his shita against him to disprove him in a different area. We're going to pause here for the day. Everyone should have a Lichtige Chanukah and a wonderful day.